Chapter 28. Brent's Basement. I was standing three inches from Brent's painting in the basement of his mother's house when I noticed actual flies embedded within the paint. The painting itself was just a knockoff of an H.R. Giger painting, a series of close-up fly heads painted rather crudely, arranged in rows. But there were actual flies trapped in the oil paint, I asked him. Okay, so how did you get the flies onto the painting? You know those long, sticky rolls of paper that pull out of a little tube that you hang from the ceiling to catch flies? Right. Fly paper. I wanted to use that as a painting. What? A painting that's three inches wide and three feet long, attached to a paper tube? Yeah. Did you have any ideas on how you were going to frame it? I don't know. The problem was the oil paint wouldn't stick to the surface, and the flies came off with the paint. Brent's mother yelled down the basement stairs. Did you want me to make your sandwich, Brent? He shouted towards the ceiling. No, Ma. I'm with Gavin. After a moment, his mother replied. Oh, does he want anything to eat? He turned to me and asked casually. Do you want a sandwich? No, I'm fine. Brent had the perfect artist setup. His mother thought he was the most talented, precious thing out there. She was totally supportive of his artistic endeavors, didn't ask for any rent, and really didn't care if the guy ever left her basement. That meant Brent felt no compulsion to get a real job and take on responsibilities the rest of us humans had to endure. He thought he was always just one painting away from the world discovering his true great talent. As long as he convinced his mother of that, she was more than happy to support him in whatever he did. I asked him, So what made you switch to a canvas? After I scraped the flypaper off, everything was covered in flies, so I just went with it. Obviously, if your paints are ruined with dead fly bodies, I said, you aren't going to start on a still life of a bowl of fruit. He thought for a moment. I don't know. Fruit flies? Okay, I said. What do you want for it? Brent was taken aback for a moment. I said, seriously, the Eastman gig has been paying real well. I want to give something back to other artists. How about 200 bucks? Brent was floored by my offer. Wow, that's totally cool. Really? In reality, I was being a jerk. Yes, I was going to give Brent the money, but I was actually looking for paintings that I could hand off to Gary. Since I made $1,300 per painting, I was more than happy to give Brent a chunk of that. He didn't have to know that it would end up in an incinerator. We would both make some money, and we would both be happy. No one would ever buy this painting anyway. It would stay there in his basement until it got water damaged or something. Then his mother would throw it out. Can you make it 250 Fine. His mother's voice came bellowing down the stairway again. Did you want me to make your boys some coffee? Slightly annoyed, Brent began to yell at the ceiling again. No, Ma! We... He caught himself in mid-sentence and asked me quietly. Do you want some coffee? Nope. No, Ma! We don't want any coffee. Unperturbed, at Brent's curt dismissals, she continued. Did you get your clean underwear I left by the table? Yeah, Ma! I'll fold it in a minute. He glanced at me and rolled his eyes. Okay, what else you got? I asked him. He pulled out a painting from behind an exercise bike and held it up. It looked like two strips of charred beef on skewers, sitting on some burning lava rocks. Confused, I asked him, what is it? I call it Nagasaki Teriyaki. Nagasaki, like the atomic bomb city? Yeah. That painting definitely needed to go into the fire, I said. I'll take it. What else? 
Brent put the painting down, picked up an acoustic guitar, and strummed some happy, upbeat chords. He was a pretty good musician. If he had stuck to one artistic endeavor, he could have been a master of something. I could tell that I was making his day. I'm working on something personal. It's not quite finished. That's okay. I like Ross stuff, I said. I didn't tell him that I would just splash some paint on it to fill any blank spots before I would deliver it to Gary. He strummed and held a chord. Turn around. It's leaning on the wall behind you. I saw a painting of a stormy ocean scene, complete with a lightning bolt arcing between some clouds. Floating in the huge waves was a mattress with a terrified little boy curled up in the middle of it. He looked down at his guitar and strummed a minor chord. I had a bedwetting problem when I was a child. Done, I said. I looked around the room for more paintings. I asked him, what about the rat one you did for the gallery show? Oh yeah, I got that one in the garage. I'll take all of them. What else can you have for me in four weeks? He passionately strummed his guitar and sang, Paintings, senor. Paintings galore. I pulled out my wallet, peeled off ten hundred dollar bills, and deposited them on the coffee table in front of him while he continued to sing, I've got an ardor for paintings galore.